Welcome to the Journey Church Podcast, where as a church, we believe that Jesus should be accessible to anyone. So if you're at home, work, or somewhere in between, you can have access to the weekend worship experience. We'd love for you to stay connected with us by visiting us at journeyorl.com or any social media platform using at journeyorl. Thanks for being with us, and we really hope you enjoy this message. Well, we are in a brand new series we started last week called Cross. Oh, that was okay. One more time. It's called Cross. And it's this idea of how sacrifice can help us get across and the power of walking, not running, but walking. Last week, we talked about the Jesus walk in a sermon called Walk, Don't Run. We've been examining five of the most famous walks throughout Scripture. And the Jesus walk is pretty special, but I'm excited to share this walk with you. Matthew chapter 14, verse 22. If you have a Bible, you can open up your Bible and turn to it. If you don't have a Bible with you today, you can look on the screens because the verses will be behind me and in front of you. Matthew chapter 14, verse 22. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat. Then he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone. And the boat with the disciples in it was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. And shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. For those of you who this is the first time you've heard that story, it does not say walking near the lake. It does not say walking by the lake. It says walking on the lake and when on the water. And when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified and says, it's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. Why do we always think what's scary is of the devil? I have noticed that fear can do two things to your faith and both will have you sweating. It will either shrink your faith or it will stretch your faith. And sometimes when faith when fear stretches your faith beyond what it's ever stretched before, you, you can't even process it. So you have to fit it within the history of your expectation to understand the future possibilities. In other words, it was easier for the disciples to believe that it was a ghost than it was God. God is getting ready to do something in your life that is going to scare you, but it's not to scare you. It's to stretch your faith so that you can believe that greater is possible with he who is in you than he who is in the world. There are miracles that do not fit within the constraints of your mindset right now. That if God were to tell them to you, it would blow your mind, literally. Maybe not literally, but you know, it would blow your mind. So God's like, I'm going to have to stretch their faith. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied. Now, this is really the walk I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about just Jesus walking on water because, you know, I can't be Jesus. And I expect Jesus to walk on water. But is my boy Peter about to walk on water? Because if Peter can walk on water, I mean, I can be Peter. I can't be Jesus. But the guy who denied him three times before the rooster crowed, I can be that guy. The guy who got so angry, he chopped off another man's ear. I can be that guy. I can be at least as good as that guy. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Jesus said, come. Oh, oh my gosh. And he walked on the water. Wow. Somebody say, wow. Wow. And came toward Jesus. And when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, that did not last long. 
he cried out, Lord, save me. Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they all climbed into the boat, and the wind died down. And then those who were in the boat worshiped him saying, truly, truly. Where you at, Rain? Truly. <laughs> if you know her, it's funny. If not, you don't. You are the son of God. Last week, we learned how to walk in a world that runs. This week, we're going to learn how to walk on water. Yeah, but, but, uh, but I want the message to stick with you, so I got a better title than that. Not how to walk on water. Today, I'm going to teach you how to wow. How to wow. When was the last time something in your life made you say, wow? And I don't just mean in a bad sense, like when you got that hospital bill. <laughs> you were like, wow. $15 for one Tylenol, not a Tylenol bottle, one Tylenol, $15, wow. Not in a bad sense, like the first time in months you step on a scale. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, no. I mean, when was the last time God did something in your life so miraculous, so overwhelmingly wonderful, so impossible that all you could do was say, wow. If it's been a long time since you've said it, let me be your DoorDash, Grubhub, Postmates notification and tell you that there is something at the door that you do not see yet. And it is that God has got a wow life for you. I want to let you know right now that I have been sent on a mission from heaven and also from my house to tell you that God has got a wild life for you. Today's mission is to expand the faith of what you believe is possible in your life. So get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Whatever you thought could be, God is getting ready to blow that out of the water. He's got a wild life for you. Listen to me, and not just an okay life for you. Not just an okay life. Do you know where we get okay from? Kills. So, so okay means zero kills. If the best thing you can say about your life is that, well, nobody's died. If that is your highlight, God has a better life for you. <laughs> Listen to me. That is not like, that should not be the highlight. Although we thought about using that on our kids next time they complain about their homework. This is how it's so hard. But did you die? We can't be encouraging people. God has got a life for you that exceeds surviving. He wants you to live thriving. He's got more for you. It's not just an okay life. And he doesn't have just for you, listen, not a TV life. You know what a TV life is? A TV life is a life that is perfect as long as other people are watching. But you and I both know it's fake. It looks good when people are watching, but behind the scenes, we're just acting. So you got a really nice house, but all 3,500 square feet of it are empty of love and connection wow. and communication. Nobody in your house is talking. You got a really nice, strong body. You can bench press 350 pounds and squat 500. You got quads the size of my waist. You can push a lot and, and lift a lot. But when life gets stressful, your mental health shatters under the weight. Because on the outside, you look good and you look strong. And on the inside, it's another thing entirely. Not just an okay life, not a TV life. And listen, he's got more for you. Listen, not just a shmuh life. In case you don't text, shmuh is an acronym. It stands for shaking my head. 
I'm just saying, some of y'all got kids. You love your kids. You just look at them and you go. Some of you, some of you got to. It's not that you thought that you were going to be rich by the age that you're at, but you look at your bank account and you go. It's not that I thought it was going to be. I just. You know, some of y'all are in some marriages. It's not that you thought like it was going to be just the greatest, amazing thing, but, but you didn't think it was going to be sure. You know, be sure. That's when you know God has got a greater life. He doesn't have an okay life. He doesn't got a TV life. He doesn't got a schmur life. He got a W-O-W wild life for you. Are you ready for it? This isn't just my preaching. This is Bible. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. From the Passion Translation, I love this one. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. All what? He's about to give you some examples. He will achieve infinitely more than exceed your wildest imagination. He terms for you. This is the wildlife God has for you. A wildlife is a life that is greater than you can request. Like some of y'all, when you pray, like this is so beyond, you didn't even know to pray for it. God's going to give you things you didn't even pray for because you didn't even have the faith to pray for it. You didn't even know you would need it. Like I remember when I was praying for a wife, I had a list. Everybody's got a list, you know. It's the list. And my list, this is what the top three things were on my, my list were. Obviously, you got to love Jesus, right? And then after that, you know, because we all put that at the top, and then we're like, but for real, for real? <laughs> and then we go, you know? I was like, I want her to be, have brown hair. I want her to be dark-skinned, and I want her to sing. So when I met Liz, she had blonde hair. <laughs> She's light-skinned, and God bless her, but she cannot sing. <laughs> and I thought, I need her to be a singer, because I want to be a preacher, and together, Ministry. Yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't get that. Instead, I got the most organized person I know, the most professional person I know, the most people person that I know, the most patient person that I know, and the most encouraging person that I know. Hey, it's crazy. Those weren't all the things. She might not be the perfect person. You things you didn't even pray for because he knew you'd need it. You prayed for a car. What you didn't even know you needed, though, was a car with good gas. And that car that you got actually does do great gas mileage. It's not the SUV you wanted, but God knew gas was about to be $45 a gallon. And so he hooked you up with a car that had good mileage. Some of y'all need to just challenge your faith if you're pregnant right now. This is the greatest prayer you are praying right now if you're pregnant. God, just let them be healthy. Now, from somebody who's lost a child, let me tell you, healthy is a miracle, but your God is bigger than just healthy. He's bigger than just healthy. And you'll find out in a couple years, when you find out your baby wasn't just healthy, they're hilarious. So funny. And then you come home from a long day of work and you meet your hilarious baby and she makes you laugh. And you think for a second, I don't even know how I could have gotten through this day if it wasn't for that giggle right there. You didn't know you needed it, but God did. And he put it in your life greater than you can ever even request. Some of you are like, I didn't get that baby. I got a crazy baby because God knew you needed patience. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> he didn't request it, but he sent it. A wildlife. Listen, not just greater than you can quest. The Bible said bigger than you can dream. Can I ask you a question? How big can you dream? I thought I could dream big. When we first looked at properties to buy, it was in 2019, and I showed a picture of a building we were going to buy. It was 30,000 square feet. I thought, this is the biggest building in the world, guys. Yeah, this is really big and really scary, but we, we could do it. We didn't do it. It was, it was going to cost as much to renovate it than it was to buy it. More, because it was so outdated, so we had to pass on it. Our realtor came back, found us another building, 50,000 square feet. I was starting to shake 50,000 square feet. Oh, my God. 
We tried to put an offer on it. They tore it down and they turned it into an apartment complex. 50,000 square feet. Then we saw a movie theater that was abandoned, 60,000 square feet. I said, let's, they tore down the movie theater. Everything I wanted got destroyed. Everything I wanted. And then finally we said, okay, well, I guess we're just not in the, in the market. It's not God's time. And then the owner of this building called us. We said, well, we've been looking at 30. We've been looking at 50. We've been looking at 60. They said, well, okay, well, this building's 97,000 square feet. 97,000. In the, my craziest dreams, I could not have even dreamed of 97,000. And God was like, hold my drink. That's what God said right there. He said, hold it. Hold my drink. I got you. I will blow your dreams out the water. And then it said, imagine. Now, before we show the next one, I just thought, imagine. I don't know if you're a good imaginer or not, but I feel like I am. I'm an imagineer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I love to imagine things. In fact, with our staff, I'm going to let you in on something that you've never seen or heard, but that they've seen or heard for the last three years. In 2019, God gave me a vision. And I put this vision on paper, and we called it the 2023 vision. And it's on a vision script. Now, I'm going to read you a portion of this vision script and you're going to be hearing this for the first time, but they've heard it four times a year for the last three years. And so I want you to read you just a, a snippet of it. And here, here's how it goes. It says, the year is 2023. It was in 2019 when I said this. And every member of Journey is engaged at some level and going deeper levels and going to deeper levels of commitment to Christ and his church. They're serving. They're in a small group and they're tithing. Six Hundred people have made a decision to follow Jesus this year. Now, when I wrote that in 2019, we had 200 people give their lives to Christ. So, you know, I was thinking, your boy got faith. In three years, I want to see three times the amount of people who gave their lives to Jesus in one year. I want to see three times what happened here. God's going to do that in 2023. Can I tell you how many people have given their lives to Christ in November of 2021? Remember what I said? 600 people by 2023? 641 people have given their lives to Jesus. You better clap like you were one of them. You better clap like it was your brother, your sister, like if that was your dad or your mom or your cousin or your husband or your wife. Because it was somebody's husband. It was somebody's wife. It was somebody's son or daughter. It was somebody's brother or sister. I thought it would happen in three years. God did it in one. Are you ready? A wildlife and it can all happen sooner than you can imagine. Woo! Woo! Sooner. I'm not saying that I'm anti-waiting. We've heard a lot of sermons on waiting lately. I'm just saying I know the God who holds time in his hands. I remember the first time I ever experienced a DVR. Do you? For y'all young kids, y'all grew up with it. But for us, first off, it wasn't a bunch of options. It was just this thing called TiVo. And it had this remote. And I remember watching American Idol, so you how old this was, on TiVo. And I had my friend on the phone, and I was like rubbing it in his face. And he's like, why are you so excited? I said, because I'm going to find out who. So he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, watch, I'm going to just fast forward. And then it got to the end of the recording, and I'm like, oh, my TiVo is broken. And it just didn't process into me like, no, bro, you can't fast forward life. <laughs> like, like, this is live. You can't fast forward. Like, it's not there because it hasn't happened yet. That remote does not exist. You might have the TiVo remote in your hands, but the life remote doesn't, you don't have that in your hands, but it's in God's hands. 
the one who holds time in his and what takes someone else 10 years God can do in your life in one year if he chooses to if he chooses to hit the fast forward button I'm talking about the person who is estranged from their family in November in December you could be taking pictures with the same family members at Christmas and the smiles of her are real because what took 10 years to separate God can restore in 30 days he has that power he can fast forward he can fast forward it's a wow life. It's a wow life. Somebody say wow. wow. Somebody say wow. wow. I hope you're dreaming bigger than you ever dreamed before because this is what I came to do in your life today. This is what God wants you to do, to request more and to dream bigger and imagine faster, to live in a world where you are not the limit of your possibilities, but that God is. And an unlimited God with unlimited possibilities is unlimited potential. But <laughs> this is where it gets a little difficult. And this is where if you were to just clip this and make it into its own sermon, then it would be, it would almost sound heretical, like crazy. In fact, I, I tell the people who make the clips online, I'm like, show it to me before. Cause I say some things in a sentence that don't make sense unless you hear the sermon. So I'm gonna give you a sentence, but you got to hear the rest of the sermon to hear it. Listen, to live a wild life, believing in Jesus is not enough. Now, now that sentence alone doesn't make any sense. Cause believing in Jesus should be enough for anything, but just understand the wild moment. How many disciples were on that boat? Twelve. How many walked on water? One. Twelve people who loved Jesus. Twelve people who believed in Jesus. Twelve people who put their trust in. Twelve people who would have, he is my rabbi, he's my teacher. But only one person actually walked on water. I'm glad that you're a Christian. I'm glad you're at church today. But you're going to have to do one other thing. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to teach you how to walk on water, how to live a wow life in three steps. Step one, if you want to step into a wow moment, a W-O-W moment, don't run away from an OMG one. <laughs> don't run away from an OMG one. Don't miss the context of this story, y'all. Matthew 14, 22, they're in a storm. Jesus made the disciples get into it, the boat, and get ahead of them to the other side. Look, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Peter had his wow moment wrapped in an OMG one. OMG, oh my gosh. I remember going ziplining one time in Costa Rica, and, and my wife, we were at the top of the mountain, and she was like, I'm not going, I'm going down. And I was like, well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. it was It wasn't ziplining like you see at Gatorland, okay? Like, you know, from like stick to stick. Okay. This was zip lining literally from mountaintop to mountaintop over a volcano. Yeah. So, so I'm doing it. I go, I'll do it. Liz was smarter than me. I do it. And as I'm doing it, I don't know if you've ever been like on the way up on a roller coaster. We're like, OMG, OMG. Or on the way up, you're like, wow. wow, wow. But then on the way down, you're like, OMG, OMG, OMG. As I am going on this zip line, all I wanted to do was to stop it. It was by far the scariest moment of my life. To this day, that night, the nightmare that I had that night was ziplining. That night. That's a true story. It terrified me. And as I'm saying, OMG, OMG, the floor is like, uh, you know, 10,000 feet down. I don't know if that's true, but it was far. It was a floor. There's a volcano. I'm just like, and then I do one of them. And I'm like, I'm done, y'all. And they're like, no, you got to go six more times to get back. I said, can I, get, can I go down the stairs? They said, sir, this is a mountain. There are no stairs. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> you know, it's cried on the other six on the way back. I was saying, OMG, OMG, OMG. But as I'm saying, OMG, I peek and I see the view. Come on. Uh... 
And I go, wow, I go, wow, 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 wow. I'm trying to teach you, your OMG moments are your wow moments in disguise. Every, OM, every wow moment is baked inside of an OMG moment. So, so you get the 90-day eviction notice on your apartment and you lose your job in the same week. But 90 days later, you got a better apartment with a better job, wow. It was OMG when you got to the door. 90 days later, it's wow, wow, wow. You find out that your partner has been unfaithful, OMG. You take your kids and you take your two kids and you spend the night at your mom's house and you slam the door and business, a lot of boundaries, a lot of work, a lot of oil laying hands out to your family. What well, wasn't OMG could be a wow, wow, wow. And Peter, where the disciples saw opposition, Peter saw opportunity. I believe it's because he had childlike faith. You know what childlike faith is? Some people believe childlike faith is believing for the impossible. And kids do do that. But you know what I really think childlike faith is? I think childlike faith is when you look at dangerous things like they're fun. Do you remember the crazy, stupid stuff you used to do when you were younger? Like stuff that you look at now, and you go, how did I live? I remember after one Christmas, my cousin Phil and I, we got the box that the, might have been a bicycle that was in. We got that box, and we, we set it at the top of our carpet staircase. And we put a bunch of pillows at the bottom of the carpet staircase because that's where we're going to land. And I was real slick. I said, Phil, you go in the front because I wanted him to hit the ground first. And so we get in this cardboard box. I'm in the back. He's in the front. We go down this cardboard box, and he did hit the ground first. He hit the pillows nice and soft. What I did not anticipate was that by him hitting the ground first, the back of the box would have become a catapult. And it sent me over the banister onto the floor. And I, I survived. I don't know how, but I survived. People are like, oh, did you <laughs> understand? I can die now. Isn't it true? Here's the points we take. But the wow moments can only be experienced in the OMG ones. Can only be experienced in the OMG ones. People like my boy Emilio right here in the second row who was watching Journey Church online for three years and then decided to vacation to Orlando with his friends. And while here on vacation, decided to attend one of the services that he watched for three years. And while in a service decides this is where God wants me to be, he moves from Wisconsin to Orlando, OMG, but becomes one of the interns in our Journey Leadership Academy. And the other day he was up on here stage doing transitions. What wasn't OMG became a W-O-W. Wow, wow, wow. We're all sitting in a wow building right now. But the reason why I can say wow is because you don't know my OMG. For a year and a half when we planted this church in order to find the money, we couldn't do one of these offerings at the end of the year. There was nobody to offer. <laughs> with nobody to, to talk to. We had to cash out our retirement account. We had to sell our home. We went out without a, My wife and I somehow lived a year and a half with no income. With no income. And every single day, wondering how we're going to pay the bills. OMG, OMG, OMG. But five years later, over 1,500 people have given their lives to Christ. It's no longer OMG. It's wow, wow, wow. You got to be willing to put yourself in an OMG position if you want to experience a WOW miracle. Here's the second step. Not only do you have to run or walk towards the OMGs, you got to be willing to put your weight on it. Put your weight on it. If you're going to walk on water, you can't be. You ain't never going to walk if you don't. But that's scary. That's scary. Can I get that scapegoat real quick? I think a lot of people think faith is like this. 
I need, to, I need to fix your concept of faith. Some people think faith is looking at a skateboard that can move. It has the power to move. Does that skateboard have the power to move? 100%, right? It just moved. Here's what they think faith is. You can do it, God. I pray you heal the sickness, God. You can do it. Heal it in the name of Jesus. Heal it in the name of Jesus. Promotion, God. I know that promotion for my life is lined up. You can you do a promotion. And then when it doesn't move, we go, God is broke. And faith don't work. Faith is what faith is what believing makes you do. I don't have the faith and I go, move board, move board. If I really believe that board can move me, hear what I'm gonna do. Get on it. Unless you put your weight on it, it don't work. Now, uh, now this skateboard is here for a reason. Because I got on a skateboard for the first time in 22 years this past week. And the reason why it took me 22 years to get on a skateboard was because 22 years ago, I remember the day like if it was yesterday, I got on a skateboard and I busted my butt. So bad. Just the tailbone. Have you ever hit something land on your tailbone? Just no meat, no cushion whatsoever. You didn't feel pain. You felt vibrations just through your body. Just, you know what I so bad. I, heard, I said, I will never pick up a skateboard again. This week, I picked up for the first time in 22 years. You know why? Because now Justice is in skateboarding. So I'm like, all right, well, I got to connect with him somehow. So if he's in skateboarding, I'm going to be in skateboarding. So I said, but I'm not going to fall, okay? Because I don't want him to see his daddy fall and have him take his dad to the hospital. So I YouTubed it. Yeah. I said, how do I skateboard? And there was a guy teaching little kids how to skateboard. And I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> Teach me. <laughs> And he said, and he said, he said, first thing you got to do is find the right foot. So I found the right foot. So then you got to push. Then you got to push. He said, but then when you push, he goes, the moment you get here, he goes, you got to get your back foot on the board as quickly as possible. Now, for the record, I'm still learning how to do this. So it's a very good chance I bust my butt right now. Just promise me when I do that, you'll laugh and get back to the message. Okay. So once you get on it, back foot. This is when I learned what I was doing wrong 22 years ago. When I put my foot on it, the moment I put my weight on it, I got scared. So instead of putting my back foot on it, I tried to take my foot off of it, which then took the board out. And then God was telling me as I was studying this, he goes, JJ, the reason why people don't live their Christianity the right way, don't see me move, is not because they're not on it, because they're only on it halfway. They're only on it halfway because they think that it's safer to be halfway in with Jesus and halfway in with God. But the most dangerous thing you could do is be halfway in. You fall when you're halfway in. You got to put all your weight on this thing in order to find stability. Church doesn't work. Some people think church doesn't work. Church can be one of the greatest things that ever happens to your life. Maybe it's all the years you attended, you were never fully committed. Well, this relationship's not really working. Well, how long have you been dating? Five years. Why haven't you proposed yet? I know why. Because you won't put your weight on it. You're afraid to put your weight. Because, you know, once you put your weight on it, you're in. You're committed. You got to put your weight on it. Don't, don't talk about God didn't do it. No, you didn't get on it. I put it like this. Don't wait for your miracle. Put your weight on the miracle. Put your weight on the miracle. You got to actually do something, y'all. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith 
in James chapter 2, verse 26, without works is dead. You can't just wish. That's not faith, y'all. Faith is, I believe God so much, I'm going to do it. I believe God so much, I'm going to, I know, and, and I know it's risky, but I believe God's going to bless me so much. I believe in his promise. I believe there's sowing and reap car. I'm going to take the second car that I have, but I don't really need. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to give the money all the way to missions, and I'm going to do that. And I know that's risky, and I know that's scary. What if I fall? What if something happens? What if I'm in an emergency and I need it? Yeah, or, 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 what if you walk on water? What if after you sell that car, somebody calls you the next week and says, hey, man, God just put this crazy thing in my idea. I actually have a car. For some reason, you dropped it in my heart, and I'm going to give you. And the last car you sold had vinyl seats, and the car you get in the phone call has got leather seats. Some of y'all can't even clap. And you know why you can't even clap for that? Because you don't even have the faith to imagine that. You're sitting there, you're thinking, I mean, yeah, that's a funny God story, but I've heard stories like that my whole life. I've lived, you're sitting in a story like that right now. You better dream bigger. You better request more. You better believe greater. You better think it can happen and come into your life. You can't even wrap your mind around such a miracle. Get your mind around it. Expand what you think is possible. Step two, you got to put your weight on it. Step three, replace how with who. Matthew 14, 28. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied. If it's you, if it's you, if it's you, if it's you, if it's you. Tell me to come to you on the water. Come, Jesus said. Then Peter got down out of the boat and walked on the water, came toward Jesus. Notice he did not ask for instructions. Left foot first or right foot first? And when I step on it, is the water going to turn to ice? Is it going to be like that? And not, or will it still contain this liquidy? I just got questions. Or, Lord, will you send rocks to come up from the ground? And I'm really walking on ground, but it looks like water, so they're going to think it's water, but you and I know. <laughs> or I know you control all the fish in the sea. Are you going to send turtles, Lord? And I'm, just gonna say, I, 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 I'm willing to do it, but before I do it, can you tell me how? <sighs> you know what one of the greatest things that stand in the way between you and your wow? You and your how. How, 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 how? I don't know. Peter didn't know how. But he said, but if it's you, Jesus. In other words, I don't know how. But I know who. And if he said it, I'm going to do it. If he said it, I'm going to do it. I don't know how he's going to pay off $50,000 of school debt in one year. I don't know how. But I do know who is the owner of all the silver and the gold. Who is the owner of a thousand cattle on a thousand hills? I know who, even when I don't know how. So let me put it all together for you with a crazy, crazy statement that I almost decided not to make. But God told me to say it, so I'm going to say it. I believe, not I want, not I hope. I believe we are going to own this building. Look in the camera. I believe it. I believe it. We're going to own it. We're going to own it. Now, I'm putting all three steps together in that one sentence. You know why? Why? Because we need a million dollars and we don't have it. Oh, 
am risking being embarrassed right now. This sermon is being recorded. There are thousands of people watching online. This will forever be in the archives of Journey Church. That means what he did, guys, not real, and JJ's garbage. And I'm, I'm risking being embarrassed. For 22 years, I wouldn't get on a skateboard because I was risking being embarrassed. You know, if you're really going to take a step of faith, you got to risk being embarrassed. So you know what? Put it in the books. We're going to own it. I'll put, my, I'll put my weight on it. I'll put my weight on it. It's really easy to believe, in, believe God for things we meditate. <laughs> right? It's really easy to believe God for things we meditate, we internalize. Oh, I believe it. You don't tell nobody your dreams. I want to keep in person. I don't want anybody to squash it. You don't want to be embarrassed if it doesn't happen. But if you have faith, you'd put your weight on it. Put your weight on it. Better put your weight on that husband. Put your weight on it. Put your weight on it. Put your weight on it. And lastly, I believe we're going to own this building, but I have no idea how. I don't know if we'll raise a million dollars this December and it'll happen this December. I don't know if we'll save up enough that we'll own it four years from now. I don't know how, but I know him. I know him. And if he said it, he's going to do it. And he came towards Jesus, the Bible says. Do you know why we have wow moments in life? Not to post about it on social media, not to get more views on YouTube. You know why God gives us wow moments? So that we can wow towards him. So here's the first thing. I want two prayers. First prayer is for those who are far from Jesus. I'm going to ask on the count of three to raise your hand if you want to start a new relationship with Jesus today. You've been far from God. You've been far from Christianity. You've been far from Jesus. But you really would like to authentically try this life out. I'm going to count to three. And if that's you, I want you to raise your hand. And here's what the hand raise is. Are you ready? It's putting your weight on it. It's putting your weight on it. But I do want to give you privacy. It's you and the Lord. So every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're in this room today, you want to come home, so you want to try this life out authentically. Maybe it's the first time in a long time you've been to church. Maybe you prayed this prayer before, but it wasn't real. It wasn't really you. But you want to try. You're really going to put your weight on it. You're going to commit. You're going to make the changes and the difference. If that's you, when I say three, shoot your hand up. And, and then after you raise your hand, here's what's going to happen. I'm just going to pray with you. So, but put your weight on it. Put your weight on it. Raise your hand on three. One, you want Jesus in your heart. Two, you're deciding that life needs to change from this point forward all over this building. One, two, three, right now. Shoot your right hand high. I see it. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. Thank you for having the courage to put your weight on it. Thank you for having the courage to put your weight on it. Go ahead and put your hand down. I'm going to ask you to pray, but you're not going to have to pray alone. We're going to pray with you. So Journey Church, why don't we pray with all those that raise their hands. Pray with me. Repeat after me. Father God, thank you for the life you've given. It feels OMG right now. But wow, you're doing something in me. Today, I leave my sin. I leave my life. I leave my choices. And I walk towards you. Forgive me. I love you. You've always loved me. But today, I receive that love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Come on, give it up for those. Let me get my Bible. My Bible. Let me get my Bible real quick. 
Oh, let me get a card then. There's a, a, a legacy card. This has been in the boat. You've been in the boat and you're ready to take a wow step. We just had these printed up. If you're in the front, you don't have them, but they're in the back there in the seats. These are our legacy commitment cards for December 5th. And they're in front of you somewhere. You don't have to take one today, but if you look at the card, it's got the five lanes on this side. It's got your name. Here's when we're collecting these on December 5th. But if there's anybody who wants to take this card home and for the next three weeks, just pray about it. I don't want you to run. I don't want you to get emotional. I want you to pray about what God would have you give. And here's what I'm not asking you to do. I'm not asking you to do something stupid, crazy. I'm asking you to do whatever God puts in your heart. But when he puts it in your heart, will you have the faith to put your weight on it? Will you have the faith to put your weight on it? That's what I believe. I believe next year is going to be a wow year for your life. But I believe it's going to take wow faith. Wow faith. Can I tell you, now that I've said that statement about this building and I'm all vulnerable and y'all, I feel like y'all can see in me now and I'm just hoping that this video ages well. You know what I mean? Like, can I tell you how I feel right now? I feel like I'm walking on water. Here's my question. Who wants to walk with me? Who wants to walk with me? Who wants to walk with me? Who wants to wow with me? All over this building, would you stand on your feet? We hope you've enjoyed this message, and we would love to hear your story and how this ministry is changing your life. Please email us at amen at journeyorl.com. And if you would like to support financially, you can give online at journeyorl.com give. If you're in the area, join us on Sunday for the full experience. Have a blessed week.